and this covers about 80% of the population. There's an estimated, um, again, between 20 to 30,000 listeners to that. And more good news is that we're soon going to go on an eighth station that will cover the eastern part of the country, which is currently not covered, and it's in an area that has um, a lot of opposition to Christian activity. Now, I'd like to read... Uh, we began broadcasting in Portugal several years ago, and in the year 2006, there was a church that was planted as a direct result of the, the broadcast. This was in the Algarve. Actually, the photo of the beach was taken in the Algarve. This is the southern coastline of Portugal. So this church was planted, and now we'd like to read a letter from a listener to the broadcast there. It was just received in March and says, I listen to your program every evening. I would like to have a Bible. I think that the law should force people to listen to your program, and it should be an hour long. It is really very good and far better than soap operas. While my family watches TV, I do something better. I get to know God. I had never studied the Bible before. Thank you so much. Because Harry and I work at desk, like you said, these letters that we receive are lifelines to finding out um, about what God really is doing through this ministry. Another area where we've seen some uh, encouraging results is in the northern European country of Lithuania. During this conference that I mentioned earlier, I uh, ate dinner one evening with the director of our partner in Lithuania, Good News Center. His name is Remus, and he was very excited to tell me about what God is doing through the radio broadcast in that country. Today, Bible teaching programs are heard for 30 minutes every day on news radio. It's a secular commercial FM network in Lithuania with 15 stations highlighted on the map of Lithuania. And these 15 transmitters um, are basically uh, secular news and talk. In fact, we're told that 60% of the business people in Lithuania listen to that station regularly. 80% of the country is Catholic and many of the listeners to these Bible programs come from that background. And some who listen began to ask and raise key questions about their faith. My friend Remus told me that um, he actually talked with four of the leading Catholic bishops in that country, and they all told him that they were really impressed by this uh, Through the Bible radio program that is aired in Lithuania on those stations, and they said, this is really good for our people to hear. And for for a Catholic bishop to say that about a Protestant Bible teaching program is really something. They admitted that they probably wouldn't say that in their churches, but to him privately they said that they are very happy about that program. Um, there have been several reports of businessmen who have come to Christ as a result of listening to this broadcast. And um, there was uh, another example that Rema shared with me where a businessman told him that every day, leaving from work, he would listen to the program. He would get home, but he wouldn't get out of the car until he finished listen, listening. After several months, God convicted him, and he returned to his Christian faith. Um, one of the programs that we air over this um, news radio network in Lithuania and in other languages in our region and around the world is called Through the Bible. It started here in the United States with uh, Dr. J. Vernon McGee, and uh, listeners here in the U.S. provide funding for that program now to be translated, adapted, and produced in over 100 languages around the world. And we've seen some great results. It's a Bible teaching program starting in Genesis, going through Revelation in a five-year period. 
and many people not only learn about the Bible, but come to faith in Christ as a result of that broadcast. Well, this broadcast has um, become quite respected in Lithuania, and it's opened up doors um, in some exciting ways. About five years ago, they were able to start a children's program in Lithuania called Little Evening Star. And it was so well received and so well done that two years ago, the Lithuanian government gave our partner in Lithuania an award for having the uh, best children's program in Lithuania on radio or TV, secular or Christian, they were voted the top uh, children's program. And for four years now, the Lithuanian government has even given finances to keep that program on the air. Another area that we're having a um, tremendously exciting time in ministry is with the Roma people, also known as Romani, and historically they were erroneously called the Gypsy people. TWR has de designated 2009 as the Year of the Roma. They were actually the largest minority group in Europe. There were up to 15 million Roma. And since their arrival in Europe a thousand years ago, enslavement, persecution, banishment, banishment, and being marginalized has characterized their daily life. They are one of the most despised ethnic groups in Europe, and it is said that their life is a life of accumulated misery. Now we're going to show another short video that will describe our ministry in more detail with the Roma.
like the one young woman said, they are just overwhelmed when they hear that God actually loves them. And that, um, especially when they hear it in their heart language, which we're so grateful we're able to do. You may wonder, why solar power radios? Well, obviously, if the people are this poor, many of the villages don't have electricity. They, they live outside the, the main town. And, of course, they can't afford batteries. So the solar-powered radio is a great way to go. And TWR partners with an organization called Galcom International. They're from Canada. And they provide the solar-powered fixed-tuned radios. So the radios can only be tuned in to the frequency which our broadcasts appear on. Now, in Slovakia, the unemployment rate has reached an unprecedented 80% among the Roma people. So, of course, this results in extreme poverty. And the discrimination and the prejudice continues, and it's what has actually contributed to their situation. But recently, there was a program on secular Slovak TV that talked about the problem of the Roma. What are we going to do about it? And after showing a Roma church that was filled with transformed criminals, the moderator, who was an unbeliever, said that, this was probably the answer to solving the situation of the Roma, was that they come to know Jesus Christ. So by the end of this summer, our partner in Slovakia has plans to begin a broadcast in the second largest city, which is called Kosic, and it's going to reach into the largest Roma community that exists there, into a ghetto, and it will also reach beyond that. And this is really encouraging news, of course. Some of our first faithful listeners to the Roma broadcast were Roma prisoners, and we've discovered in several countries that there are quite a number of prisoners who listen to Transworld Radio's Christian programs. In fact, in some countries, Germany, Hungary, Romania, Russia, and several others, there have been a significant amount of response from listeners. But one country where there is uh, really uh, a ministry to prisoners is Poland. In fact, so many Polish prisoners have written and asked for help that TWR uh, has made it a point, our partner in Poland, to send out teams to those prisoners to talk personally with some of these prisoners who have written. And they have even created um, spe specific radio programs geared toward prisoners, which are put on the air, which the prisoners hear. We re received an exciting first-hand story from one of these Polish prisoners who was a listener to TWR. This is what he says. I stood behind iron bars hearing terrible sounds in the hallways and smelling the rot of my cell as I looked into the eyes of the desperate and hopeless, realizing my life was doomed to failure and anguish. Sentenced to 15 years, I tried to kill myself more than once, but it was in vain. Even death refused my companionship. One night after I had gone to bed, I was flipping through the radio stations and came across one that would soon change my life forever. Someone was talking about the love of God that cleanses the stain of sin, forgives, heals, restores, and gives joy and peace. I was raised to believe that love is a lie. No one loves genuinely. No one sacrifices without expecting a payback. I was taught that among God's many attributes, he loved people, but they had to be good and righteous. Therefore, for God to love a wretch like me was unquestionable. The announcer said... The love of God goes beneath the deepest stain that sin could ever leave. It redeems souls to live again. Live again? Oh, how I needed to live again, to breathe once more the breath of life. I became addicted to listening to Transworld Radio. 
I woke up early every morning to listen to its programs. At night, it was the last thing I heard before I slept. One night, I heard a hymn that was calling me to take a lifetime decision. Come ye sinners lost and lonely, Jesus' blood can make you free. For he saved the worst among you when he saved a wretch like me. I bowed down my head and cried out to the Lord with tearful eyes, Lord, have mercy on me, forgive me, save me, come and renew my broken spirit. I want to be a new person and I want to live for you. Suddenly, the gloom and fretfulness were gone. Instead, joy and peace filled my heart. I started corresponding with the TWR team who helped me grow in my journey and relationship with the Lord. In a miraculous way, I was able to have the Bible, which became and still is the most priceless treasure one could ever have. I started witnessing to my fellow inmates. As many as ten inmates used to gather around the radio to listen to Transworld Radio. One day a prisoner said, I have noticed that you have become a new person. What's the secret of your constant smile and joy, your self-control and ideal behavior? I want to be like you. What shall I do? After testifying to him, that prisoner accepted the Lord as his Savior, and together we started Bible study groups in prison. For five more years in prison, God used me to witness to the broken hearts and where he mended their souls. Outside prison, God has prepared a vital ministry for me. I was passionate to tell my family, friends, and those who live in darkness and ignorance that the only way for true freedom is through Jesus Christ. I am committed now, until I meet my king, to let freedom reign. This points to um, something else that's important to the radio broadcast, and that is follow-up. And we air the radio programs, but we have to create other ways of following up on those listeners. And sometimes it's done on a small scale where somebody goes and visits Roma people in their small village, in their homes. But other times it's done on a larger scale. And some of our partners have been very effective with doing something called um, radio rallies. What they do is every couple of years they'll go on the air and say, come together for a radio rally in this city. They draw the listeners together in person. They can meet the producers and people who have been writing the letters and together they can fellowship, and it's a great time of encouragement. In 2007, our um, Arabic team was able to hold two radio rallies in Egypt, one of 125 people, and you see a larger one in this slide of 1,000 people coming together in Egypt who are listeners to TWR. And this was a great way of doing follow-up. In fact, in one of those meetings, there was an elderly gentleman who spoke to one of the TWR staff, and this man said, I have never realized what a great impact TWR is having here in my own country. He was so excited he left, but came back 20 minutes later with a donation of 1,400 Egyptian pounds. That's two months' salary. And he joyfully gave that to see that more ministry would be done in his country. And then sometimes we have listeners who do the follow-up work and outreach themselves. We've, had, we've received letters from nuns and altar boys in Italy who make copies of the tape, or cassettes, copies of the programs, and they distribute them. We've also heard from a woman named Morella, who is an older Italian woman, typical in many ways, but not typical in that she is a woman on a mission. You see uh, Morella here. She phoned our Italian partner and said that she is recording every one of the Through the Bible programs. She also mentioned that she attended a church that had 
No men, no pastor, no elder, only four older women. (laughs) Can you imagine such a thing? So be grateful for this wonderful church family you have here. Since they had no one to teach the Bible, they would listen to one of the recordings that she had made. One of our colleagues then was able to visit the church, and where once there were four older ladies, it is now a thriving church of over 50 people with families and children, and it's so exciting and encouraging for them to see. This church has actually printed posters with the times and frequencies where the TTV programs can be heard, and they have distributed distributed them around town so that others can find the joy that they have found. As we prepare to close, we want to share with you one other exciting area of ministry, and that is in Algeria, in North Africa. About 20 years ago, we actually started a ministry to the Berbers in North Africa. There are um, a large number of Berbers living in the northwestern part of the country. In fact, 23% of the population in Algeria are Berber Kabyles. And so we felt led of the Lord to start a ministry there about 20 years ago. Well, actually, three, four, and then five years went by, and there was um, hardly any letter response. So the leaders decided, you know, could we be using our funding and our efforts a little bit more wisely? Should we stop and go into something else? And they said, well, let's hold on a little bit longer. And then the letters came. And today, uh, 15 years later, there seems to be a real revival in that country. And some of the best letters we receive in our region come from the Berber Kabyle speakers in Algeria. Transworld Radio broadcasts... uh, 45 minutes each day in the Berber language from a 1 million watt transmitter across the Mediterranean in the southern part of France in Monte Carlo. The signal was strong enough to clearly reach North Africa. And today we're told that 6 out of 10 believers in Algeria came to Christ as a result of the radio broadcasts. I'm sorry. I should have have warned you. So we have have wonderful letters. In fact, just a few days ago, I received a batch of letters that have been translated from Berber Kabyle into English, and I read some of those and just some incredible stories of what God is happening. Here's a letter that we actually received late last year from one of our listeners um, in Algeria. He said, Hello, my dear friends. I know that you don't ignore the fact that there are about 30 churches in our country. The other day, we even counted 32 Christian communities. I am not talking about the groups of houses which pray and study the word of Jesus. Nobody knows how many house groups there are. They are so numerous. The other day I talked with the imam of the mosque in our village. An imam is like the leader of of an Islamic mosque. I talked with the imam of the mosque in our village about the topic of Christianity and about the claim that Christians have invaded our country, in particular Kabylia. When I saw his worried look, I asked him for the reason for his concern. He answered me, It is the decline of Islam in our country that is the reason for my sadness. TWR has declared war on us. According to what we know, they have won the victory over us. I answered, No, neither TWR nor anyone else has anything to do with your defeat. The soldiers obey only the orders of their general. The victory belongs to him. Jesus is the general. He is the general of the army who won the victory, not on Muslims as you believe, but on Satan, the enemy of humanity. On the contrary, Jesus is not against Muslims, but he fights to save them. The imam was touched by these words. 
He listened attentively. I offered a Bible to him and the frequency of your broadcasts. He accepted them with a smile. Then he said to me, I want to listen to and read the word of this Lord Jesus with joy. We encourage you to faithfully continue to send us the words of Jesus. Even imams come to Jesus to save them. I didn't mention others. Pray for these multitudes of new converts who have been converted because they have heard the words of Jesus in your broadcasts. So I think by now you can probably understand why we find it a great privilege to be a part of this ministry. Um, I mean, these stories are just a few out of what we hear all around the world through the gospel broadcast. If we were to share everything with you that God is doing through TWR, we would be here till Jesus comes back. <laughs> so, um, but we'd like to share with you what he has to say from Ephesians 2.4, and that is, but because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. And our desire is that the radio broadcast continue to be used to tell people about God's great love and his rich mercy, so that more may be made alive with Christ. Now we'd like to share a few. If you'd like to find out more information, you can always go to the TWR website. And also now we would like to share a few prayer requests with you. The first is that as of yesterday, we have four weeks left for our furlough. We have done two months, and we've traveled nearly 5,000 miles. Yesterday, we hit our 12th state, and we slept in 20 beds. Yep. <laughs> um, so we'd appreciate your prayer that the travels and the presentations would continue to go well. And then secondly, any of you have been able to follow our adoption process through our newsletters and uh, email updates know that it's been a three-year roller coaster we have tried international adoption in both Ukraine and Kazakhstan, and unfortunately the doors closed in both of those countries without us being able to adopt a child. Um, because of many bureaucratic reasons that we don't have time to go into now, our last option is in the United States, and so we'd really like to pray. We'd ask to ask you to pray with us that if it's meant to be, God would provide a divine connection to a birth mother and a child that he has prepared for us. And then lastly, we were really shy about mentioning this in our first month or so of our furlough, but we are um, very under-supported in our monthly support rate at the moment. And so we'd ask you to um, pray along with us that God would raise up people. Like um, the president of TWR has been saying, God is not having an economic crisis. His resources exist. It's just a matter of how they're going to be shuffled. Yep. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Um, we'd love if you would come visit at our display table, which will be in the basement. So on your way to the hot dog, stop by the, the bedding stand, and we have tons of information. If you'd like to find out more about TWR, um, we have fact sheets about all the different areas of ministry we've talked about today. We have listener letters. You can sign up to receive our newsletter via snail mail or email. Um, we have hot off the press prayer cards, and you can receive a free book about the ministry of TWR, how it got started. And all it will cost you is a little cost of a stamp. So please come visit us. You know, your partnership uh, with us through your encouragement, prayers, and financial mm -hmm. support is cru crucial and greatly appreciated. And we really uh, thank all of you here at Good News Bible Church for your involvement in our ministry. You're part of the team. Mm -hmm. um, you're praying for us. You're helping it make it possible for us to be there through financial support. And so we really want to say thank you so much for being a part of our ministry team. And we'd like to close by just um, saying what the Apostle Paul said. We thank our God 
in our every remembrance of you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Isn't it wonderful to be a part of that ministry? Uh, when we show the slides in the morning and you see the announcements and you see the pictures of the missionary families, uh, these are real people doing real work in various places and we are part of that and they are part of us. And so it's, it's encouraging, it's challenging, and, and I thank you, Harry and Eileen, so much uh, for telling us about this. And, and I want us to constantly be aware of this. You know, the Word of God is, is powerful and goes in, in every direction, and God does what He intends to do with His Word. In Isaiah, for as the rain and snow come down from heaven and do not return but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. When we send the word of God out, whether it's by radio waves or by word of mouth from one person to another, God uses that. He is effective and his word will always be effective. And so I'm just thrilled that we can be a part of this. I want to pray for Harry and Eileen, reminding you that as you leave today, there will be ushers at the door. Please share with them. Uh, this offering then will go towards their ministry. It will be an additional uh, gift towards the ministry of TWR. And reminding you also that if during this closing song, if you want to be prayed for, if you want someone to, to pray with you about anything at all, you can come forward and someone will meet you here and pray with you. Uh, so let's, let's stand. I'm going to close in prayer. And then we'll sing this closing song. And, and we'll be looking for you down there with a hot dog in your hand in a few moments. Lord God in heaven, how it is wonderful and thrilling to be a part of a worldwide ministry. We see ourselves as just coming here to gather to worship and then not realizing that our impact is being felt around the world. And your impact of your word because of our uh, encouragement, because of our part in this. We thank you, Lord, for that. We thank you for the opportunity to share in giving your gospel to many and diverse people. Lord, we think of Harry and Eileen's travels as they continue. We pray for safety for them and effectiveness as they share the ministry of Transworld Radio and other places for these next four weeks. We pray, Lord, as they have this desire in their heart to adopt a child. We know, Lord, for you there's nothing that is impossible. And so we look to you to meet their need and to encourage them in, in their desire here to pursue this area. Lord, we don't know what it is you will do, but we know there is nothing that can hold back what you want to do. And so we look to you to meet that need for them. And Lord, in this area of financial support, we thank you, Lord, for what you have given them. And we know, Lord, also that what they need still needs to be provided. Your people here and in other places can care for them and to encourage them and to uh, lift up their work and multiply the outreach that is done through their ministry there at Transworld Radio. Thank you, Lord, for this day. May your name be praised as we close now in song. May we lift you up and may we give you honor in Jesus' name. Amen.